When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. You know, we're sitting here, very beginning of the year, first week of the year. Uh, this is when everyone's super motivated. They're done with all the holiday stuff. All that's wrapped up, and they're like, "Cool, I've got maybe last year was great, and I want to make it better, or maybe last year wasn't so good, and I want this year to be very good." And I kind of have a clean slate here, and um, they're they're ready to get the most value out of this year. And if they're sitting here watching this video, they likely either own a business or want to build a business. Yeah. I am likely have personal goals too. And so based on everything you've learned and researched, you know, what do you think it takes to really get value out of a year? Um, whether it's in your personal life, your business life, like how do you structure things? Like what do you do to make sure that at the end of the year, at the end of 2018, you're like, yes, like this was an awesome year. I accomplished a lot, I did a lot. Yeah, well, I, I think the first thing that I do, one of my favorite things is before I even plan for the year ahead, I like to reflect and debrief the previous year. Yeah. Um, so I, I have a process that I go through. I look at all the wins, all the successes, all the accomplishments, all the things that went really well. Because I, I, I believe in that if you just take that in, it's going to give you so much confidence. It's going to help you build momentum that you can then carry forward with you. Yeah. Um, I also even look at the challenges. What were the challenges, the stresses, the struggles, the failures? And what did I learn from that? Because if you're not learning from your past mistakes, your past failures, then you're going to carry that with you into the, the, the future year. Mm -hmm. So I like to debrief things, uh, get really clear on that, soak as much value and extract that from my previous year. Um, and then when it comes to planning ahead for the, the year, the quarter, the month, um, I first like to get clear on what my vision is. Because I really believe your, your one-year goals or quarterly goals are just kind of stepping stones to the ultimate vision that you have for your life. And you got to know what that is. Because that, your goal should bring you one step closer towards where you want to be 10 years, 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been into having vision boards and I've, you know, I've written out my vision for my life and what I want my lifestyle to be. 
and I break it down into each area of my life. So I'll break down my health, I'll break down for my business, my finances, my relationship, my spiritual life, contribution. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once I'm very clear on that, I, uh, I do a brainstorming process where I just brainstorm all the different goals that I could set for each area of my life. And of course, I'm not gonna do them all. And I try to narrow that down on what's most important, what are the things I'm most excited for, mm-hmm. um, for each area of my life. So. I plan out the year making sure that I have that balance going in because I think a lot of people, they just look at goals and, you know, often it's it's just, okay, well, I just want to make more money or I want to lose weight, but it's not really specific. It's not clear. They don't have a plan for it. There's a lot of things they don't really set up in order to ensure that they're actually going to follow through and achieve that. So uh, I think you just got to spend that time really planning it out, plan out exactly what specific I follow the, the SMART acronym. I'm not sure if you know what that is, what stands for specific, measurable, uh, attainable or achievable, realistic and having a timeline. Yeah. So I try to make sure that each of my goals have that and then I've got a system to follow up, mm-hmm. whether it's every week or every month, to make sure that I'm on track, to make sure you know, I'm still making progress towards it and if I'm not, can I make the necessary adjustments? Because I think that setting goals is the easy part Anyone can do that, but 98% of people that set their New Year's resolutions don't follow through on it. So, uh, you know, I want to be in the 2%. The 2% of people actually make sure that they follow through and they have a system to regularly check in. Yeah. So, like, how do you you think, like, somebody sets goals? uh, A lot of people probably heard about, you know, the idea of SMART. You can look it up. There's 82 million blog posts about it. Like, so many people set the goals. Like, how do you, what do you think? they need to do to make sure that at the end of the year they actually happen like what does it take to go from super motivated in january to december yes i absolutely crushed it i got these goals done like what do you think that takes or like what are some like tricks or strategies there yes i I think one of the biggest things is accountability um oftentimes when we set our goals we say hey i'm going to achieve this or i'm going to do this but because we're only accountable to ourselves we can easily back out and there's no consequence no one else is going to know about it uh, one of the things that I've done with Project Life Mastery over the last six years now is I publicly share my goals. Mm-hmm. So every year I publicly shared it, and it's uncomfortable for me to do that, right? Because yeah. it creates a lot of pressure. But I, you know, pressure creates diamonds. When you publicly declare something, there's more of a consequence where if I don't follow through, then I'm going to lose respect, credibility. I'm not going to feel good about myself. So that's one form of accountability that I've leveraged. Um, but I also believe in having accountability could be a mastermind group or, or um, an accountability buddy or a coach or a mentor, someone that can help you stay on track, just like you know, professional athletes or um, you know, high achievers, they have a coach or they have that form of accountability. And the way I look at it, you know, most people, they have that accountability back when you went to school, like when you're in university or high school. There's a project that's due, or, and you might not want to do it, but you still get it done because the consequence of not doing it by that deadline is you're going to fail or you're going to get a bad grade. So yeah. if you can create that accountability in your life, um, either by you know, having that accountability group or someone that can help to make sure that you're on track, it could be a personal trainer, a coach, uh, that's been the most powerful way to make sure that I do follow through. Cool. Like one thing that I, uh, I've been a huge fan of recently is something that it was invented by some researcher, I guess. It's called WHOOP. I don't know if you would have heard of it. But yeah, so basically stands for Wish Outcome Obstacle Plan. And so what people have found out is a lot of times you're like, sweet, yeah, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to build this business and like no problem. And maybe even worse, kind of, or better, depending on how you look at it, you've tried this before. Um, so you have some information about probably why it didn't work out before and why you're back here setting the same goal again. And so like, 
the idea behind this is like you start off with your wish. Like what is it? No restrictions, no reality, whatever. What is the sort of, what is it that I want here? Like I want to lose, uh, you know, 100 pounds by the end of the year. I want to build a business that does a million dollars. Ideally, it's somewhat realistic. And that's where this is kind of a, a check on that. Because what happens next is then you talk about the outcome. So the outcome is more or less kind of the smart thing you're talking about. Get very specific. What exactly are you trying to accomplish here so that it's concrete? And then you think about an obstacle or maybe multiple obstacles. Yeah. Like what is the biggest thing that would prevent this from happening? Yeah. Um, maybe it's that all your friends are overweight or all your friends are broke or you get scared as soon as something gets difficult or something, you know, especially in business. Um, and so then you think about those obstacles and then you think about the plan side. So the plan is basically, what are you going to do if that happens? And so I've heard a lot of people talk about this kind of like developing these kind of if-then statements for your life. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, if a friend invites me to go eat at a fast food restaurant, yeah. I will say no, or I will make a suggestion of somewhere else, or I'll invite them over to my house to eat something healthy or something like that. And you can think of the same kind of things for business. And so like this sort of prepares you for the inevitabilities that are going to happen that are going to trip you up. Um, so I think it's, it's pretty powerful and a lot of times, you know, it's kind of some stuff that, that comes from like stoicism too, which is like thinking about like the bad stuff that could happen and not to like make yourself all negative and down, but so you can develop a plan. So like what happens if this does happen? Like I've heard people talk about it, special forces and this and that, like they spend days doing this. Like what is everything that could possibly go wrong with this? And what are we going to do about it? And so I think that could be super powerful for people too. Yeah. So you're anticipating, right? Yeah. If you anticipate the potential problems or challenges, I think that's key. Another, another thing that I do is I also have um, like a reward structure set up. So, um, you know, I'll say to myself, well, if I achieve this goal, you know, I'm going to hustle, I'm going to grind to achieve it, but I'll have a reward afterwards. Yeah. And sometimes that reward motivates me more than just the reward of actually completing that goal. So if it's uh, creating a new product that I'm going to launch, I know it's going to require a lot for me to be able to do that. But by the end of it, I'm going to say, you know, what? I'm going to take a week off. I'm going to go on a vacation, that break. And that's going to be my reward for achieving it. Yeah. Um, or if you want to lose 30 pounds, maybe reward yourself by saying, hey, I'm going to go on a $1,000 shopping spree. You know, something like that because we are motivated by pain and pleasure. So if you can have that pleasure and even a consequence for not doing it, I believe those are things that can help make sure that you fall through too. Yeah, cool. So like... Uh Got a lot of people posting over here. A lot of people saying, uh, yes, I have goals. Uh, Rajan says, yes, I have goals. Carol and Michelle, yes, I have goals. Says fine-tuning them all the time. Uh, Andrea Donar, yes, I have goals. Need to fine-tune, however. Uh, so here's some. So Aiden says, yes, I have goals. I want to make monthly sales of $10,000 to $50,000 at least. So that's pretty sweet. So cool. Looks like a lot of people are kind of on the same track here. So hopefully you either have them and maybe based on this video, some, you get some tips to kind of refresh them, uh, make the plan a little easier to kind of follow through. Or if you don't have them yet, go ahead and set them because at the end of the day, you know, you kind of need to know where you're headed. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know, something that, that, that I find really interesting, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, is like the idea of like balance versus like focusing like crazy. Yeah. Because um, I was literally on the walk over here from the hotel, I was like listening to an audiobook that was talking about Albert Einstein. So like Albert Einstein, very uh, successful, he achieved a lot, he's one of the most memorable people in all of history. Uh, but they were saying that like in his life, you know, his family life was horrible. He at one point I think tried to, I heard it, this first time I ever heard this, tried to give a contract to his wife that basically said, you can't touch me, you don't have to do anything, don't ask me any questions. And then they ended up just because like he needed to kind of get rid of all that stuff in his life or he felt that he needed to so that he could focus on his work. 
did the same thing with his kids, um, did not have a good relationship there. So we see this like super high achiever, but all kinds of stuff that depending on your values, like you may not be happy with. And they gave another example of a baseball player I don't follow very much, but Ted Williams, uh, one of the most successful baseball players ever, just completely fanatical about swinging, uh, practice like crazy. Also, horrible family life. Uh, incredibly uh, unsocial just because he put everything into that one area. So, like, where do you think, how do you sort of make sense of all this? Like, is it better to be balanced or is it better to focus like crazy in one area? Like, how do you think about that? Yeah, well, I I think it really depends what someone wants for their life. you got to get very clear on what you want, what is your vision, what does that really look like? Uh, I know a lot of people, they want to build an online business so that it can create more freedom so that they can spend more time with their family, their friends, and and that's a high value that they have or to travel or whatever that might be. So for me, I've always valued having that balance. Um, I knew that just spending all my time, my energy, my business and making money, um, that wasn't really going to fulfill me. That wasn't really going to make me happy. And I've always believed there's areas of life that are much more important that actually give you that, that deeper sense of joy and fulfillment. For me, that's my health, my emotions, my relationship, my spirituality, my family, my friends. So I think at times you do have to go out of balance. I don't think really fully being in balance really exists. It's kind of like a teeter-totter. You know, it's only going to be balanced for so long before someone you know, it kind of goes a certain direction. So at times I, I believe that you have to make sacrifices. You're going to have to get off balance. You might have to say no to hanging out with your friends or family and really focus in to build your business. Um, but at a certain point, you got to get clear on, on, on the lifestyle that you want to have and bring, bring everything back into a certain level of balance. Okay. There's times for me where I might be focused on a project where I've fully immersed myself with no other distractions. I might go and travel, spend a week somewhere. I can get so much done in that one week that might normally take me a month or two months to do, but I'm getting out of balance in other areas, but I always try to return to the balance as well. Yeah. And then the other piece, too, I, I believe in balance because I think that every area of your life influences one another. I think that by taking care of your health, your energy, your body, working out, it's going to help your business. It's going to help you have more energy, be more productive. You're going to live a lot longer. By really spending your time, I'm big into doing morning rituals and spending time you know, reading and, and you know, meditating and doing things for your emotions. I think the more time you spend doing that it's going to help your business and help you make more money too. I think that by having a really great relationship, that also is going to help your business and help your success as well. So um, I think they all kind of work together and can help just like how money can also help your health. It can help your emotions. It can help you travel more, invest more, spend more time with loved ones. So, you know, I think it depends on what someone really wants. But for me personally, the balance has been a really important piece and uh, not trying to be perfect with it, you know, you're going to get off balance, off track at different times. But as long as you return to that, and that's why I like to you know, say have goals in each area of your life so that you're progressing towards better health, better vitality, a better body, better relationship, maybe contribution. And uh, you know, that way you, kinda, you, you still make sure that you're maintaining or at least growing every area of your life. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree. I mean, I think like an important kind of like distinction to add on top of that is like, okay, you want to achieve these things in your life, you want to have a good balanced life, or maybe you just want to go all in on one certain project, and that's fine if that's kind of what you want to do and you're willing to sacrifice kind of everything else. I mean, some people are, no problem, do whatever you want. There's no rules to this sort of life thing. Uh, But like, whether it's balanced or that, it's like, I think it's incredibly important to like, not waste time. Um, I think people, 
waste a hell of a lot of time like they watching movies uh, I mean I like watching movies just as much as anybody else but like you know I think the average statistics or something like people watch like something crazy I don't even remember 20 40 hours of TV a week or something crazy yeah. a couple hours here and there sure no problem we got to relax you got to kick back maybe it's a family thing for you perfect go go for it and do it but it's where people get into wasting time which is I think where they they miss out on a lot of things in life like you could sit there and say I'm going to grow my business. But if you're doing things like just sitting there and like cooking refresh on your email to see if anybody emails you 72 times a day and you're never able to focus and get anything done, like that doesn't help at all. It doesn't mean you're balanced. It doesn't mean you're focused. It just means you're wasting time. Yeah. And I think the same thing with relationships. So if relationships are a value for you, which it sounds like it is for me as well, um, you can sit there with your significant other or your kids and you can watch TV for five hours and not have the same exactly. value from... Yeah. 10 minutes of sitting there and having like a meaningful conversation with them. Yeah. So you're not necessarily adding more hours to the day or anything like that. You're just getting more value out of the time that you're actually spending rather than just kind of like mindlessly going through the motions, which I think is going to be huge because I mean, uh, in this year you've got something like 8,000 something hours. And so how you spend those hours is basically going to be uh, affect directly how, how well you feel at the end of the year, basically what you got out of it. So I think that's super important. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, they don't, because they don't have a plan, they're reactive. Yeah. They're reactive to everything that comes up. You know, they, they reactively just go on Facebook and Facebook can be like a black hole that just sucks your time. You're there for five minutes and then before you know it, three hours have gone by. Yeah, and right. like, Why the hell did I get on Facebook to begin with? And same thing with TV, because they're, they're all designed to hook you, right? They're, they're designed to like pull you in and take your time from you, uh, all these different demands. So I think it comes down to having that, being proactive and having a plan. You know, for me, I plan out my, my day. I plan out my week. I plan out my year. I have a purpose for my day. If you don't have the plan, then you're going to fit into someone else's plan. You know, and if you don't run the day, the day is going to run you. So I like to, okay, well, Am I going to, you know, when am I going to go to the gym today? When am I going to work on my business? When am I going to schedule that time for my relationship or my friends and family? And by being proactive and strategic about it, I can make sure that I, I'm, I'm there hundred percent. It's more quality time. It's not necessarily about how much time, yeah. but you know, if you're proactive with it, you can, you know, if you go to the gym and you don't know what you're doing, you don't have a plan for it. You're not going to get as much from it versus if you actually have a plan and a purpose for that. Yeah. You're going to get so much more out of that workout. And I think the tr same is true for your business, especially your relationship uh, and any other area of your life. So the more time that you spend just really planning and getting clear and having a purpose and outcome for what you're doing, I think you'll get so much more from it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, for almost anything that I do now, like the first way I've kind of like trained myself to think, I just had to do it kind of mechanically at first, mm -hmm. but I've trained myself to basically think like, okay, what is the outcome for this? what is the outcome for this video? Like, yeah. what is the outcome for coming to Vancouver? What's the outcome for, you know, this workout or this phone call or, or whatever I'm doing in business or personal life? And I think that's super important because otherwise you're just kind of like showing up and like, well, that didn't really go how I want, but like, did I ever clarify what I actually wanted out of the thing? Probably not. Um, so yeah, sweet. So yeah, this has been really good. We'll probably uh, kind of wrap things up here. Still lots of people on here, just kept kind of growing. So thanks everyone for joining us here. Uh, this will be live here on Facebook and YouTube. So you're more than happy to rewatch this. Uh, you know, do whatever you can to make this year the best you possibly can. I mean, go ahead, follow Stefan on YouTube, on Facebook, uh, Project Life Mastery. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, 
then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.